Hello, hello. My name is Sabrina Amina. I am the host of The Feelings Pod. Uh, it's a podcast where we discuss feelings and ways to use mindfulness to navigate those feelings. Uh, today's episode is on sadness, heartache, whatever word you use to describe the feeling when you're down in the dumps, maybe you want to cry, maybe you want to crawl under the covers and hide, maybe you want to scream, maybe you just need a hug or a warm bath or a warm meal. Sadness uh, comes up sometimes unexpectedly and sometimes for very obvious reasons. And something I've learned about my sadness is uh, it helps not to pathologize my sadness. And what I mean by that is basically if I'm sad, it doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with me. And one of the most important things that we can understand from tuning into our emotions is that all of these emotions are information for us. Um, the most difficult emotions are, are hard to sit with. They're hard to be with. And the reason I'm so passionate about mindfulness and sharing this practice is because it allows you to be with so many of the difficult parts of being human. It makes it somewhat more bearable, um, not necessarily easier, but it feels like a really handy tool for just getting through it somehow. And actually, I wouldn't even say it's getting through it. It's, it's being with. Mindfulness is really a practice of being with whatever is. And if that feeling is sadness, well, get curious about the sadness. For a period of time, I, it, it may come as no surprise to you that, uh, someone who likes talking about their feelings really enjoys therapy. So, um, for a period of time when I was seeing my therapist, I was always giving myself a hard time and saying, Oh, I hate always being the sad girl. I hate always coming in here and being sad. So I was, I was really harshly judging my sadness and my depression and I wanted to be different. I wanted to be happy. I wanted to not be sad anymore. And you can't really wish away emotions. Um, you can try your best to squash them and repress them. Um, but at this point, we all pretty much know that one way or another, those feelings are going to find a way of coming out sideways. 
and your sadness can fester, turn into grief and rage and I don't know where your sadness goes, but that's my sadness. You know, if I don't make space for it, if I don't honor it, if I don't name it, if I don't sit with it, if I don't ask it, hey, sadness, what are you trying to communicate to me? Sometimes it has an answer and sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes sadness will just come up in a moment of exhaustion. It's just the body is tired. The body has nothing more to give. And sometimes when there's a very obvious reason for the sadness, it's probably really normal to be sad in certain circumstances. So why is it that we don't allow ourselves that time to just be sad? I have a couple of thoughts on this. Uh, growing up, I never felt like sadness was really acceptable, right? Like no one wants to be around the sad person. But on the other hand, you know, if you have parents who are attentive and caring and, you know, emotionally in tune with your emotions <laughs> and feelings, um, maybe sadness was a way of getting attention. Maybe being expressive about your sadness was a way to find care in some way. I'm not sure. Uh, sadness is still something that I struggle with in terms of allowing myself to sit with it. I want to run away from it. I don't want to be with my sadness. But I almost always feel a little bit better when I, when I look at it. And it's not a conscious decision. It's not like, oh, I'm sad and I'm going to ignore my sadness. Sometimes it just creeps up. And so coming back to the mindfulness practice, having time every day to just sit quietly and tune into the body, tune into the emotions, tune into the thoughts, tuning into the breath. In that practice, in that silence, in that moment of pause, that gives us an opportunity to notice. Hmm, yeah, there's sadness here. What is this sadness trying to communicate? Is there a need here that's not being met? How can I offer myself more of what I need? Maybe the sadness just needs to be witnessed. Maybe it just needs to be held, acknowledged. I think sometimes there's also shame that comes around difficult emotions. You have a certain pride and 
you don't want to feel sad about certain things. Maybe you were insulted. Maybe someone said something to you that was really hurtful. And it's hard to admit when someone caused you harm in a way that really affected you. For example, sometimes I get angry with myself for allowing someone to hurt my feelings. I'm like, <laughs> why am I so upset about this? I get really worked up about it and I, I try to make sense of it. But you can't really rationalize feelings. You can't really talk yourself out of feelings. You really just have to let yourself feel them. <laughs> and um, I, I say this as someone who's getting better at the practice of feeling feelings, labeling them, naming them, recognizing them, getting more familiar with how they feel in my body. Because when you start to recognize a feeling like sadness and understand where it manifests itself in, in your body, sometimes your body will give you the hint before your mind. Be like, oh, here's that heavy feeling at the bottom of my throat. I guess I'm feeling sad right now. You know? And in our busyness, in our daily lives, in the work that we do, sometimes there's just not a lot of room for being with feelings. Sometimes you just have to get through. Sometimes you just have to shut it off and just for the sake of getting things done. But eventually we do have to come back to our practice and be with what is and learn to get more familiar with the way that we feel. I will say one last thing before we get into our practice today. And, and that is, I find I'm a K-12 educator. I used to teach um, kindergarten and first grade, and then I, I moved to teaching high school students. Um, and one of the, the biggest differences I noticed is um, just how much less importance is given to students' emotional lives <laughs> as they get older. Um, we're so much more tender and nurturing for children. Uh, at a younger age. And I imagine that tenderness starts to taper off probably as early as third and fourth grade. So yeah, even having language to name some of our emotions is that education ends so early, it seems. And so it's kind of on us to to develop our own language around our emotions and our feelings and our just the just the way that we experience this 
life, this wild and wondrous life. Okay, so here's a short practice for being with sadness today. And if you're not sitting with sadness, you can sit with anything that's coming up for you right now. Just find a comfortable seat. Start tuning into the breath. Notice the inhale and the exhale. And as you follow the breath, bring your attention to the body. Notice the top of your head. Bring that awareness to your forehead, your eyes. Let all the muscles in your face relax. Bring your attention down to your shoulders and your neck. Noticing the throat and the heart space. Noticing the upper arms, the elbows, the forearms, and your hands, your 10 fingers. Take a moment Rub the hands together until you feel a little bit of warmth. And then gently place your hands over the heart and breathe into this space. Take a deep breath in. And let it go. As you sit with your hands over the heart, Bring to mind any emotions that are most prominent for you in this moment. Label the emotion. And start to notice if you feel it in any particular place in the body. There may not be a physical manifestation of the emotion. It might just be something in the mind. And if that's the case, just observe it. Notice where it goes. Notice the texture of it. Notice the shape of it. Notice the intensity. Take a deep breath in. And let it go. When you're ready, can open the eyes, come back to your space, and give yourself a little bit of love and credit for taking care of yourself today. You're doing great. Have a beautiful day. <laughs>